everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Explain It. Okay, so today we have Chris, our friend, back again. Uh, hi, guys. Hi, Chris. <laughs> For the revenge episode. Though right. I, he, he had a good time. I don't think he needs much revenge. No. The so building he... friendship episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, for this episode, Chris is going to ask us a question and we'll do our best to answer it. So go ahead. So I, I have multiple questions, but I... You only I get one. I'll pick, <laughs> I'll, I'll pick one. I don't know what it's called, though. You know those 3D printers that print out of, like, goo? How do those work? Goo. Yeah, it's it's the liquid 3D printers. Oh, they they like print upside down, right? Yeah, how do those work? Oh. Do you want to give it a try? (laughs) (laughs) Lynn is shrugging in the most awkward (laughs) shrug. I've never seen them. So say it again. What do they do? So it's a 3D printer, but we know how... Classic 3D printers work where you you run the plastic through it and you can you kind do of, one layer print at one a time. layer at a time. Yeah. But then the ones I'm talking about, it like it has this like gel substance, and then suddenly the object comes out of it, and I'm like, what's going on? Oh, so it prints it in like a reservoir of something. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And usually the object comes up upside down. Okay, so I don't know exactly how this works. I'm quite curious myself, but I do have a few suspicions. So we'll go off of that. Um. So, uh, like you described, Chris, we have basically a reservoir of a colored liquid uh, and a plate that is, like, at the very tip of that reservoir. And the plate uh, goes up, like, little by little. And what comes out is you end up with the 3D printed object. um, And it's, as you said, upside down. So, it's printing it same as, like, a 3D printer would usually print, like, putting by putting plastic, except it prints it using a very different way of getting the plastic to bind to itself. To the to maybe the liquid that's in the reservoir. Yeah, so the right? liquid in the reservoir is basically a solution that has like the plastic um dissolved within it. Mm. And what you're doing is as the plate uh as the plate touches like the the top of that liquid, I believe there is a laser source that will go ahead and heat up a certain part of that plate. And by heating it up, you'll have the plastic that's in solution um, precipitate and bind to that hot path. And I think that's how the plastic like forms. So it's basically going to go with a laser and heat up parts of the plate um, and do one layer at a time that way. What The benefit of this method is you can get much more precise um 3d printing because you don't you're not limited by the size of a filament basically uh you have a solution and it's full of plastic well you're also not limited by what is that that shaping method used for 3d printing because you you if you 3d print traditionally you have all that excess plastic that you have to peel off if you want to do these complex shapes so i think you still have that because okay. you need to still... So what you're talking about is called structural support. Yeah. Um, so basically, when you're 3D printing the regular way, so like the bottom first and then you go up one layer at a time, uh, the parts that are up on top, if they're wider than what's below it, they're not going to be structurally sound. And the 3D, what you're printing, is like going to sag a little bit. If it sags even a tiny bit, 
then the 3D printer who's like printing, it's not going to go back down to catch the sagging bit. It's going to keep printing at the same layer. So you end up with what you printed already kind of being too low for the new uh, layer that's being printed. And the 3D printer will basically make you spaghetti at that point. And that's when you end up with like a big rat's nest of uh, plastic. Uh, that's because the layer did not bind to the previous one. It kind of fell. Mm. So what you need to also print are 3D support beams. So basically you print from the bottom a little tower, knowing that by the time you get to that upper layer where it kind of overlaps what was down below it, think of it like a tree. You have the trunk and then all this foliage at the top. That foliage is like suspended over nothing. So you kind of print these little towers, and those little towers will give the 3d printer at the higher level a, a spot to like rest to kind of keep building the shape larger and larger and i think you still need those supports when you're printing it upside down um but they work in the other way around you're using them to hold the material so that way instead of sagging towards the bottom of the object they will be sagging away from the object right because you're you're printing upside down so gravity's working the other way around so that those suspension beams basically are there so that way you can build off of it. Like you can fan out little by little, but you can't do anything dramatic. Um, so that's why those are there. One big problem I know of with this like way of printing is you tend to lose the object sometimes. Like it doesn't stick to the plate. So then it falls. Like it gets too heavy as it's printing because the bigger and bigger it gets, the heavier and heavier it is. So it's not necessarily going to be... Um, Oh, so you can't 3D print car parts out of this like you can a traditional 3D printer. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can. Though, you can do stuff with other materials. Like, you're not limited to plastic. Um, like, you can go ahead... Like, there's some... And I'm, I'm probably going to get this wrong, uh, the exact details of this, but there are some solutions that you can go ahead and use that will contain metal, for instance, and you can 3D print metal this way by... Um, by and I'm not sure if it also works with a laser. It might work with like electricity or something. Um, but to deposit the metal instead of depositing a piece of plastic, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. That's that's actually really cool. I gotta. We got. I, I wanna. I'm gonna look into this now. I'm like dying. Yeah. So I, I think I got like half the details because I've never I've never looked into it and I've always uh, been curious. So I'm not sure if that's exactly how they work, but I think that's the 80% way. And then there's like details I'm surely missing. Say it's, like it's not even a laser. It sounds watch. logical. <laughs> I'm on board. We'll do a fact check later. I, I do want uh, you to clarify something though. So okay. you have a reservoir of uh-huh. liquid of some sort of like solution in there. Mm-hmm. Where is this plastic plate that you're saying? It's right it? at the surface of the so liquid. So on the top, right? Yeah. And, and the plate will lift upwards so um if you think of like an elevator like old style elevators you have like a cylinder that pushes something up and down mm-hmm. can you imagine that yeah okay so this works the other way around where you have the cylinder that's suspended from the top of this machine and it's going to pull the plate upwards and the plate has nothing underneath it basically that's where the thing is going to be kind of like when you're building a building you start at the bottom and then yeah. as they go up, they have to keep moving the scaffolding up. Yeah. It's the same thing. So it's the, like plate, a crane. the plate is the scaffolding. And it starts at the bottom in this gel solution. And it oh, gets pulled up. So it up, does start And at the underneath bottom. is when it gets printed until eventually it comes out of the solution. 
the entire So then trip. how do you get the laser? So the laser just go, shines right through yes, that Yes, I think the, I think the laser is underneath. What? Underneath. So to go, like it's it's going through the solution. So to go off of what you were saying, I'm not sure it's a laser. It could even just be the plate can be heated up in Yeah, so spots. what doesn't make sense for that is you wouldn't be able to build the successive layers. Okay. Right? Yeah, because you keep having to mm-hmm. add new plate, no? Because yeah. if the plate is the part that is melting or heating, right? Okay. I, I just want... I, I don't know. It could yeah. be... So, so if you're imagining... It could be the it's laser like comes from the bottom. Yeah, so I think the laser is underneath the device. You have a clear tank of some opaque liquid. Um, and is it opaque or is it clear? I, I've seen green, purple, none, none of... Is it never... translucent or is it like milk where you can't really see like through it? It looks kind of like goo or goo. slime. Okay, so... But true. is it cloudy or is it transparent? I've never seen it transparent. I've only okay. ever okay, seen yeah, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was... Um, and then the laser is basically going through most of that, but once it hits the plate or it hits a solid piece already, that's where it starts heating up. Oh, so the the plate is helping shape the whatever it is that it, it's, it's building out it's, yeah so the, it's not the it's not that the plate is melting to form that shape no 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 the plate is just getting hot enough for the goop in the solution at to bind point, at that point at that point yeah and then at that point the thickness of your laser is your resolution of your 3d prints so if it's a very fine laser point at that that's heating up a point right there mm-hmm. then that part will get hard and then it will move slightly over, and then that next part will get hard, and it will deposit like a little dimple of plastic at a time. Yeah. You seem more confused than Chris. No, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking like, is it possible, because if you're printing from the bottom up, mm-hmm. is, and the laser is, if it's at the bottom, it's going to shine up, is it possible to disrupt what you had already built? I imagine if like the alignments aren't super precise, then it's possible for things to go awry. See, I wonder if it's done through an electric current and it they just like because the goo is not trend like clear it's opaque i wonder if it's got certain properties that when they run a current through it it only heats up in certain areas Mm -hmm. so i wonder if that's part of how it's done to keep it like properly shaped versus having any interruptions because it's true when it comes out you know the finished product is usually pretty clean Mm -hmm. you do need to give it a wash i know that yes well it's chemical yeah, and it's it's like there's a goopy like film on top of it of stuff that is not totally solidified because it like everything around it kind of gets warm, um, and it's kind of you can think of it like a, a mucus that it has, and then you wash that off, and you end up with like a super accurate um, thing. The only thing is you can't let the liquid like run out. You need to keep refueling it, um, especially for like a long print. Um, I've seen I've seen examples where people just kind of left it go overnight and forgot to refill it, and then the whole thing was a bust. Um, which is, I guess, it's the same for a regular three D printer. You need to make sure to have a big enough spool of plastic. Um, they don't they don't come with a resume feature. Yeah. Maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah. I remember printer before printers had like a resume, mm-hmm. like you were printing a hundred pages document, and it's like ran out of paper. Good luck figuring out how to print the rest of it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I think the only resume feature would be programmed in the print. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they don't automatically have it like old school printers. Yeah, to the, my knowledge. You print like part I've A seen, and then print a part B and then connect. Because I, 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 I've played with a regular one, and I remember we were printing something, and the spool ran out, and the the print head just kept going, even yeah, though there was know. nothing, <laughs> nothing left. 
So it, it finished the prints, but the object was only half done yeah. because it ran out of mm-hmm. uh, material. So. Okay. Any other questions for us? <laughs> nope. I no. think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a decent episode. It's a very short one. <laughs> well, thank you once again for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Yeah. Should do like, it again. We should do it again. I have more questions. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you back then. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.